Good morning, everybody. It is September 24th. Welcome to another episode of Dad's What He Said. Uh, my name is Lee. Uh, welcome. And I'm just going to kick things off right away because I've had a couple cups of coffee and uh, I want to get into things. Take a break. Go get another cup of coffee. So really quick, Dad's What He Said uh, podcast here. So I created this to talk about you know dad stuff you know not man stuff is not an alpha thing about dad stuff parenting uh how you feel how you interact and how you react to situations um and i also did this for you know dads out there who don't necessarily have the right outlet or uh, voice uh and or support you know when it comes to the parental realm the uh parenting world if you will. Um, so yeah, that's what this is about. And a lot of me ranting and rambling on about how I feel personal. So, um, again, a lot of this is personal experiences and views and, uh, what I express isn't for anyone, um, to take seriously. I guess it's more, um, about sharing, um, so other people, uh, other dads and or parents feel that they are going through similar things. Again, you know, unless you sign up for a blog or something specifically, you know, there's not too many outlets. I don't need to, you know, buy a book every couple months. So, getting into it, a lot of parts come into play when it comes to being a parent. And I think a lot of couples tend to lose sight of their own relationship when things get really involved with the children. Even if you have one child, you put so much attention into your kid as you should. Um, But I think a lot of us forget to put ourselves first sometimes. And it is important um, to be a little bit selfish. We're adults. We have needs. And being with a partner and not partnering, so to speak, um, and it's not a, a sexual thing. It's more of the intimacy of being together. So I think a lot of couples tend to not put as much emphasis on that when it comes to raising your kids. And at a certain point, you realize that and you can be constructive and, and be self-aware talk to your partner about that and find a way to fix that or you know one day you end up looking at your partner and realizing you don't know who the fuck they are and you don't really care about them anymore because you spent so much time investing in your children that you didn't put any time in your relationship and then you didn't realize how much time was needed how much effort was needed and sad because you can't just always go back but really enlightening if you can see it happening and and you have a partner that's willing to do something about that so uh i'm gonna try and touch on that for a bit here uh after a quick bathroom break All right, welcome back. Sorry about that. Uh, I had to get me a cup of coffee. All right, so relationships, invest in time in relationships. 
making your partner feel special, making your partner aware that you care and that they are important to you. Very important stuff. And, you know, as a dad, as a, as a male, I guess, you know, you know, growing up, you know, I'm in my thirties. So growing up, uh, in the, I guess, early nineties, whatever you could say, you know, there was a different ideology or kind of resonance as to like what your, you know, a dad was, what a parent was, what a man or a male, you know, there's definitely stereo, not stereo, is it stereotypes? I don't know. You can correct me if you want. I'm not sure, but kind of, you know, this is the way it is kind of thing. So, you know, when it came to relationships, you know, outside of, you know, I guess the, the stereotypical sexist kind of, you know, squeezing your wife's tush and, you know, making her feel sexy because you want something sexual from her rather than just a genuine appreciation kind of thing. Maybe, I don't know, I could be wrong. Didn't really have a lot of healthy relationship models uh, in my life to base things off of. But anyway, so it just, you know, really kind of seems that, you know, there's an old stereotype. That's the word, maybe. Whatever. I'm getting hung up on the wrong things. Uh, there's a misconception that, you know, like, you know, you can't or you shouldn't necessarily be over appreciative or over affectionate. And, you know, not just from a male standpoint, but there's definitely a mentality from the female or a standpoint as well that you know this is a man and you know you know growing up and you know being tough my dad was tough and you know you know females women girls have that sort of sense about things as well so you know a lot of it's how both of us grew up what we perceive to be okay so if you grow up in an environment not necessarily expressing you know care or concern for your partner based on what you see it's hard to do it in your own relationship understood however if you're aware then you should take active steps to do so again this is about getting lost in parenting and forgetting that this is something that is important so no shame on you or anyone else the important part is if we realize that, let's do something about it, okay? Now, and the now, reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, in a relationship, there's uh, ups and downs, some not so drastic, and in most relationships, a, a lot of very minor little bumps here and there, small disagreements, you know, healthy relationships, I wouldn't necessarily say have big fights, you know, there can be large, uh, important, very important issues that you might disagree with, but that doesn't necessarily make them arguments and or fights. It's how we communicate that determines that, I believe. You can have a very mature conversation about something two people completely disagree on. You know, uh, in a relationship, you are with somebody essentially in the beginning because you guys get along, have things in common and whatnot. So when do you get to the point where the communication is the hard part if you started your relationship where communication was all you did? That's the, the kind of, I, I'd say, the issue that I'm kind of going through. But let me lay it out because... I overanalyze, and so I, uh, the 
part of my brain that that won't stop thinking things thinking about things is adding more and more onto this pile and you know I'll, I'll get to a clear point at some point at some time here soon um, the, now the communication in a relationship gets sidetracked by parenting now if you take a step back from the parenting and you realize that you need to put some focus and time into your partner it can be hard when things get stagnant if there's no communication um there there starts to be the distance and the disconnect and then um if there's no communication for somebody like me who overthinks things once you get to the, the disconnect and, and the lack of communication my mind starts to wander into the realms of uh, if I'm not good enough, somebody else is. Now, I will I will start before I will say before I go any further. It is definitely a, a insecure aspect to it. Uh, however, the history of our relationship as well, um, I reflect on things from the past and so a lot of that kind of gets thrown into my head when you know you we stop talking and we cannot communicate and there's frustration however the frustration comes out of nowhere and the frustration is simply the lack of communication and then because of the lack of communication there's the distance and because of the distance there's a, a sense of distrust because the unwillingness to be open. And so it's kind of a spiral effect, I'd say, for me personally. And again, may, you know, I didn't have a lot of good role models. Uh, a lot of uh, what I do in relationships is sadly on the spot learning. So um, the upside, I, I would say, is that we have a past. And so there's a small understanding of maybe where this person's coming from, but people change in 10 years. So you can't base everything off of what you knew, especially if you haven't been around that person for that long. So lack of communication causes distance, causes mistrust, causes immature thoughts, very ugly thoughts, very bad thoughts. We don't like those thoughts. We want to get rid of them. But for a lot of guys who don't or partners who don't have a, a outlet or a way to communicate those things it's hard to steer clear of those negative thoughts now again going back to the you know this isn't how you know dads or men act whatever it's not just from my perspective but again like i said there's a female perspective of you know if you're too sensitive or whatever you're not a man so if you're trying to be open and honest about how you feel and let's say you know just just a, kind of a common argument uh, you know just something uh somebody left you know some dirty whatever on the floor and you're getting you know dirty dirty clothes the towel you just took a shower clean up your fucking towel why do you always leave your towel on the floor okay you know that's i you know i'd say that's something that we hear a lot of so I'd say in the sense of if you're already having issues because there's no communication and if your partner or yourself were to blow up at your partner because of that, like, oh, look at these fucking towels, always leaving towels, that's displaced anger first 
And secondly, you're deflecting from the real issue because it's not about the towels or them doing something you don't like. It's because you're not communicating about the other issue you have. So you're using other things to create more issues to allow you to continue to not communicate because that's stubbornness, I think, on some people's parts. Um, I don't have a history or, uh, or a formal education in this, so please, I ask for any sort of insight or clarification, possibly, to the th or not possibly, but a possible clarification of things that I'm saying that might be confusing. So, anyways, the issue, again, is you know that there's a trickle down and again insecurity your your past relationships and stuff like that how do you address that how do you address that when you know again they're arguing with you and you say look i don't appreciate how you're talking to me whatever is wrong has nothing to do with what you're yelling about but i will not be talked to that way the way you are treating me makes me feel very unappreciated and it hurts my feelings please don't treat me like that okay so seems very reasonable you you know you're not attacking or threatening you're just saying i don't like it don't do it fair that i mean as, as individuals we have that right now when you're with somebody who has the mentality of previously mentioned uh view of a male partner then you get hit with oh you're such a pussy or what a bitch or you know you're you're attacked in a very negative way because i'm open about how i feel i'm not standing here crying saying oh my god i can't believe you did this to me but just very maturely trying to express uh, and then yeah you get hit with that uh, stuff it's not productive in any sort of way and how do you work past that? Well, I guess, you know, some people would say just don't be together or break up. Well, sure, that's an easy thing to do. However, the point isn't that the relationship is bad. The point is that when you don't take time to take care of your relationship, things can get bad when you're not paying attention. Okay. Now, to be clear, we have a very good relationship. I would not be here after all this time if I didn't feel that there was a reason to be here. The issue being with our current struggles is it's very new situation. Very, I mean, again, it's been 10 years, you know, our kids are older and stuff like that and jumping into uh, something after long stints with other individuals is it's hard. It's a lot. Okay. We all know now what we do about it is what's important. That's what we're here for. That's what we're talking about today. Now, my inability to stop thinking about this bullshit is starting to cause issues inadvertently. And this is important because, again, you don't necessarily know how the things you say or do or act affect other people. Or how that is reflected upon you. It's really easy to get mad at a situation and blow up and be like, fuck this, da-da-da, I'm done. 
you know, not that, you know, like I'm walking out and I'm leaving, but like I'm done with this conversation. I'm not talking about it anymore. Okay, you shut down, you're defensive, nothing gets solved. Then you have to start that conversation over. Every time you stop, you have to start it over. And the issue I feel comes from the starting over when two individuals don't want to have that conversation because it's uncomfortable, but you need to have it. You need to do it the one time. You cannot stop and start over because it gets tired and becomes laborious and irritating, honestly. You know, and it, it's not meant to be. And that sucks when you're trying to express how you feel and you just start coming off as irritating. It's not something that a lot of people enjoy being told. But it's not because somebody's a whiner necessarily or because all they do is complain. If there is one problem, and if you refuse to talk about that one problem, every day that problem gets brought up, it's always going to sound like another problem. So just talk about it and get it the fuck over with, please. Life will be a lot easier if you have the uncomfortable conversations, if you say what needs to be said, if you tell somebody how you feel and they care about you, they will understand it, even if it doesn't come across the right way. Don't be afraid to express yourself. And if you are, then what is that even about? Doesn't seem to make sense to me. But anyways, yeah, so that's so, so there's the, the you know, the communication is important. I think it's it's and, you know, whoever your partner is, you should know them better or well enough to know how to approach them. You know, again, this basic kind of uh, human interaction. You don't want to bombard somebody and want to attack somebody. You know, it's not an intervention. You're not, you know, going to collect the family members and go out and buy lawn chairs and all sit around a folding table in some weird gymnasium or anything. Not that I've had an intervention. But the thing is, you can go out to lunch, go to the park, go for a drive, spend some time together and just try to have a conversation, a, a, a meaningful, fulfilling, engaging, non-confrontational conversation. Be a lot easier than dealing with divorce or uh, hatred or, or hostility or resentment uh, in the long run. So... Now, getting back to the personal issue of the communication and, and whatnot, it's it's really shitty to feel insecure after being given so much praise about being what was wanted or needed or missed and then kind of feeling shit on. Now, again, might not be accurate. This is more... I feel that way based on these interactions. Okay, so that now they can uh, be viewed differently, obviously, from somebody's else, somebody else's point of view. So I'm not in any way attempting to play the victim whatsoever because I know I can be a dick. And I know that I've said things that, you know, would make people call me an asshole. So 
it goes both ways. So just to be clear, I'm very much aware, and that's you know what this is also about too, not just the interaction, but the reaction, okay? What I, how I, okay? So the communication's hard because there's a lot of, I think, pent up things that aren't being addressed. And, and every time we try to address them, it becomes the repetitive, boring, this is uh, uh, again, again, and we don't get anywhere. And it sucks because I love her and I care about her a lot. And I care about our family a lot. So how do you get through to somebody who knows that you genuinely care, that you believe genuinely wants you, but cannot put that wall down to let you in. Where do you go? What do we do? Okay. Now, in the sense of a, a, a relationship with kids, it's a little bit more delicate because you can't just hash everything out as it happens. Um, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, fighting in front of your kids or having those deep personal conversations around your kids, you know, like they don't need to know your personal stuff. What your kids need to know is that you as parents and adults can communicate respectfully, healthy and honestly to each other in front of the children. Now, not saying that when you're in private that you should fight and be disrespectful. It's just that the important adult conversations that don't pertain to the kids specifically are none of their fucking business. They are children. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Some people are too privy with their like lives. You know, like your four-year-old doesn't need to know that, you know, dad's mad because, you know, mama doesn't want to put out. See, some, some of you people share way too much with your fucking kids and it's not preparing them for the real world. I mean, if you have the money for therapy, by all means, don't have kids. So, you know, you can respectfully have conversations about things that you disagree with in front of the kids. If it's about the kids or, oh, you know, school, dinner, this and that. We're supposed to do this this weekend with the parents. And, you know, parents are picking up the kids. You can, you know, oh, well, I disagree, this and that. But when it comes to, like, your personal relationship, it's none of your kids' fucking business Unless there's some sort of abuse or something, then the kids just probably shouldn't be around that. So, uh, a little scattered brained, but we're going to take another quick break and then I'll try to get my thoughts sorted out and give you guys a little bit of positive insight and uh, something to reflect on to use this information uh, in a way that'll be beneficial to you and yourself in your personal situations. All right, folks, so to kind of wind down that last bit there in reflection, understand that even when you're trying to do things for other people, it can still come from a selfish place. Now, 
I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't be nice or try to be a good person. What I'm saying is that if your intent isn't solely for the purpose of making their life better, then you're not doing it selflessly. You're doing it to make you feel better. You're doing it because, oh, I I made them a cup of coffee. I'm a good person. They're happy now because I did something for them. Okay, that's being selfish. If you make your partner a cup of coffee in the morning because, you know, it'll save them a few minutes off their day. And you don't need anything else other than to know that they might have a better day. They're going to have a better day. And you walk away from that. You know, that's more, uh, I, I think, a selfless kind of act of kindness. You don't need anything out of it. You're doing it because you know that's going to be better for the other person. That's going to make that person's life a little bit better. Even the mundane, even the small, uh, the, you know, there's a difference. Now, the reason I'm, I'm saying this in reflection here is because as uh, many times as I've tried to have a conversation about some of the issues that I may have in my relationship, a lot of it's been selfish. And I've had to reevaluate and reapproach the situation. And a lot of times you will find that you're not concerned necessarily about how the other person feels so much as you're concerned as how they feel about you. Now, obviously in a relationship, you want that person to care about you. That's, you know, that's a given. What I mean is you should make sure that that person's okay as a person first. Their, their mental health, their emotional health, even their physical health, you know. I mean, you know, bad eating habits and stuff. Is it always like this? Is it a new thing? These patterns, you can be, you know, kind of self, uh, started like self-realized, you know, when you see things like that that are kind of off. You should care about that person first and then care and worry about, their feelings towards you because if you all you do is sit there saying love me love me love me and that person doesn't love themselves or care about themselves and is depressed who the fuck cares if they love you it's not important at that point in time now reflection now you you have to evaluate and think about it like and and i don't mean on a just everyday wake up and analyze the situation i mean like in a relationship when you're uh fighting or not talking or, or having issues and you're not really reading things and things are you know again there's no communication and stuff reading the behavior you know you stop worrying about how you two feel and you just need to make sure that that person is still okay sure they might be angry they might hate you right now they don't want to talk to you but they need to still be okay And I don't always do that. And it shows. And guys or girls or anything in between or on the other side of those two, any, anybody in a relationship, think about that, okay? Um, 
you matter. Yes. And, and, you know, I did start this with, you know, allowing yourself to be selfish as a couple together. You need to be selfish in, in taking moments together, not necessarily being selfish about your personal feelings because it's not just about you. You're in a relationship. It's about both of you evaluating yourselves individually to maintain healthy relationships is important. Two different things. Okay, folks. Don't don't get confused. It's two different things. You two as a unit together as a team, number one, working together is very, very important. You two cannot be a, a successful team if individually you were not at 100%. So as much as working together is important, you will, again, in reflection, self-evaluate, take a look at how your actions are affecting somebody else, how you react to your partner, the interaction you have with them. Again, it's not going to necessarily be about what you end up feeling in that. It could be also about what they feel in this. Okay. And if you get stuck in your head too much and too far, like I do, You'll cause inadvertent damage that's irreputable and unnecessary when you could have had something better. So we, a reflection, we'll talk about that in the next episode, the, the sort of self-damning or self-sabotage in relationships, because that's very important and, and we should talk about that. But again, reflection... Make sure that the other person's okay and healthy and happy. And you together can be healthy and happy. And the communication will come if the person and yourself are healthy and happy personally. So take some time to think about that. Thank you for listening. And we will have you. Well, I'd like to see you, but uh, have not gotten that far yet in doing that. So we will. Uh, Catch you next time.